Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Mac Show. Coming back at you with some more NFL talk. Uh, recapping week the craziness of week two. And giving some predictions for week three. So sit back and enjoy the show. So going... Talking about week two... A lot of crazy games, close games, uh, big comebacks, upsets. Yeah, it was a pretty wild week too. And um, started it started out with on Thursday night. It was Chargers at the Chiefs. The Chiefs won the game twenty seven to twenty four. And yeah, I watched this whole game. It was really entertaining. Pretty close throughout the whole game. And I actually thought that the Chargers outplayed the Chiefs for the majority of the game. Um, it was just, it came down to that, that pick six that Justin Herbert threw in the end zone that really, really cost them the game. I thought other than that, you know, the Chargers outplayed the Chiefs. Uh, but, you know, the Chiefs made the plays, you know, when it counted the most and ended up kind of stealing that game, so... Yeah, we're going to see what happens with, you know, I know Justin Herbert got injured a little bit at some type of rib injury. So we'll see what happens with that. That's going to be something to kind of keep keep an eye on. So moving on to the Sunday games that were at 1 o'clock, starting out with the Jets at the Browns. This game was wild. Looked like Cleveland was going to win it. And just out of nowhere, Jets just pull out this miraculous win. Joe Flacco with four touchdowns. Um, yeah, it was wild. Like I said, it looked like for a while there looked like Cleveland was going to win the game. And uh, for whatever reason, I think it was Nick Chubb just decided not to like slide down like right before the end zone. And that gave... The Jets enough time to, you know, score and win the game. Just a pretty big mental mistake there by Nick Chubb, who had a really good game, uh, 87 yards and three touchdowns. But he basically allowed the Jets to come back and win it. So and it sucks because I have uh, I actually started Cleveland's defense in, in fantasy because I figured, well, it's the Jets and Browns are at home and I figured it should be a pretty easy game but nope that definitely did not happen (laughs) so yeah pretty good win by the Jets I guess if you're a Jets fan congrats (laughs) so moving on next game was commanders at the Lions Lions ended up winning 36 to 27 yeah, it looked like the Lions were dominating this game for a while. I think it was 22 to nothing at one point. And Commanders just came kind of roaring back almost. Um, you know, led by Carson Wentz, who's actually having a pretty good season, quietly. And yeah, uh, but the Lions, you know, they made the they made enough plays to, you know... You know, uh, take the game. 
So props to them. Actually, I, I like this Lions team. I said that people were sleeping on them coming into the season. They're they're playing well, especially on offense. They're scoring a lot of points. Over they've scored thirty five points in game one against the Eagles, and now thirty six against the Commanders. So definitely a team you need to kind of keep your eye on a bit. Next game, Buccaneers at the Saints. Buccaneers ended up winning 20 to 10. It's a pretty ugly game. Lots of um sloppy play by both teams and tempers were flaring. Brady was getting pissed off. Mike Evans pushed and shoved Marshawn Lattimore and now he's suspended for a game. Sucks I have Mike Evans in fantasy, so this week I'm gonna have to you know, be without him. Unfortunate. But yeah, um going back to the game it was pretty it's pretty you know, it was a pretty ugly game in multiple ways. But uh you know, for a while it was pretty close. Bucks, you know, they ended up making some defensive plays uh towards the end there. I think they picked off Jameis Winston three times. And yeah, they made made some nice plays defensively and then ended up winning by ten. The next game, Panthers at the Giants. Giants won nineteen to sixteen. Another kind of ugly game. It's pretty uh back and forth for the most part there for a while. Giants, you know, did just enough though to they kicked that field goal towards the end, you know, end of the fourth quarter. Ended up winning it. Yeah, Giants, they're surprisingly, they're 2 0. Didn't really expect it. But um, they've. Have, I don't really know if they played particularly well. You know, both the games that they won were really close. They could have went either way. They easily could have lost both games. But, you know, they made enough plays. To win both, so props to them. Next game, Patriots at the Steelers. Patriots won 17-14. I watched most of this game as well, unfortunately. It was a pretty bad game to watch. And it was definitely more of a defensive battle. Both offenses were not particularly sharp. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with uh I'm obviously I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. Um I don't know what's going on with this team. The defense has actually been playing well for the most part so far, but the offense just can't get anything going. Max not not really playing well. Receivers can't get any separation. Running games ha- hasn't been too great so far. Hopefully they can get that going. Maybe that'll help Mac out and receivers. Nelson Aguilar had over 100 yards and a touchdown, so that was good to see. But yeah, uh, Steelers not looking too good so far. I'm just It's only a matter of time before they, they bench Trubisky, and I think they should be starting Kenny Pickett right now. I mean, you used a first-round pick on him. You might as well see what he's got. He has to be at least, at least, as good as Trubisky. He's probably. I think he would play better than Trubisky, but 
Obviously, Steelers don't think so. Maybe they see things at practice that you know, leads them to believe otherwise. But I think you should start the kid and see what he what he has. You know, I don't know. Just my opinion on that. Um, next game: Colts at the Jaguars. Jaguars shut out the Colts twenty four to nothing. This was a bit of a surprise. I think I had the yeah I had the Jags in an upset here. Um, my podcast last week I I took the Jags in in a close one. I didn't you know I knew the Jags would win. I you know didn't think it would go like this. It seemed like the Jags just kind of have the Colts' number, especially in Jacksonville over the years. Trevor Lawrence had a pretty decent game. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Colts so far. I, I picked them to win this division, but uh, it's not looking too good so far. Just can't get anything going on offense, really. Their offense has been pretty bad. I know they were missing Michael Pittman for this game, but, you know, no excuses. you got to be able to at least find a way to score once, not get shut out. Yeah, so, uh, but... You know, props to the Jags. I thought I said they would be a, a little bit of a sleeper team this this season, and it looks to be that way. The next game, Dolphins at the Ravens. This was a crazy game. The Dolphins were down twenty one at one point and ended up winning forty two to thirty eight. Crazy, crazy. And I gotta give props to Tua. He played. He's been playing well this season. Um, I wasn't got made in my in my first NFL podcast. I said I wasn't really buying into him or this team, but they've kind of proved me wrong so far. Now I'm still not. I still need to see more. Um, because remember they were down twenty one in this game. You know they it took kind of a. A miracle for them to win this game. You know they they scored off of some, you know, a few broken coverages and, you know that that was part of the reason why Tua had such a monster game was. Baltimore's pretty beat up in the secondary and they just they have some rookies in there that just blew coverages, but you know props to them. They the Dolphins they made the plays to. To score, you know, and ultimately win the game. But you know what I'm saying is, it looked like the Ravens were the better team for the majority of the game, and I still think the Ravens are the better or better than Miami. Miami just made you know enough plays that day to escape there with a the win. Yeah, I think if these two teams played again, I think Baltimore would beat them. So yeah, um, next game, Falcons at the Rams. Rams ended up winning thirty-one to twenty-seven. Pretty ugly game by the Rams. They were up 20, 28 to three at one point, and they let Atlanta just hang around. And, you know, they let them come back, which is kind of a surprise. I thought this game. I predict this. I predicted this game to get pretty ugly for the Falcons. For a while, it looked like that was that was going to be the case, but they came back and they 
really made it a game. Not really too sure what's going on with the Rams so far. They maybe a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. I don't know. They have not really looked like a defending Super Bowl champion team. That's for sure. So next game, Seahawks at the 49ers. 49ers won 27-7. And yeah, Trey Lance ended up getting hurt in this game, which you know, prompted Jimmy G to come in and lead the 49ers to win. You know, Jimmy G looked pretty good. And this is what I was saying. I had mentioned that I wasn't... Really, I've mentioned this multiple times. I wasn't buying into this Trey Lance hype coming into the season. And um, I think that the 49ers, I feel bad for Trey Lance, but I think the 49ers today are a better team with Jimmy G at quarterback. You know, he's more experienced. He has more of a pocket presence. He's more of a he's a better distributor. You know, the 49ers have a, a lot of different weapons. So if you can get a quarterback that knows how to distribute the ball pretty evenly, you have a really, really good offense there, especially combined with the running game and the offensive line. So it was no surprise to me that you know that the 49, 49ers ended up blowing out uh the Seahawks. I believe I had I had Sanford winning this game, I think, uh, in a blowout, so yeah. Um, no surprise there, really. Next game, Bengals at the Cowboys. Cowboys ended up winning uh, in, a, in, a, in a big upset. They ended up winning 20-17. to 17. I thought uh, when I made a, my prediction last week about this game, I said that Cincinnati was going to blow out Dallas. Uh, just because, I, you know, Cincinnati coming off of that that loss against Pittsburgh, I thought they were going to really regroup, kind of play with some rage almost and blow out Dallas, especially because Dallas was was playing with Cooper Rush at quarterback, who's a career backup. But I was wrong about this one. Cowboys actually played pretty well. And they really rallied behind uh, Cooper Rush. Got the win. That was close. It was pretty close. Um, well, I mean, Dallas was up seventeen to three at halftime, but then you know they let Cincinnati kind of hang around and come back there towards the end. But you know, Dallas they they escaped uh, there with a win. And they played really well defensively, especially they got the Burrow a lot. That game, I'm not too sure what's going on with Cincinnati's O line. They they said that they improved it. Look, it looked like it was going to be improved from a year ago, but not really seeing. Maybe you know, maybe they need more time to gel. Not really sure, but they they better get it get it together pretty soon. Because I'm not sure how much of this beating. Uh, I don't know how much more beating Joe Burrow is going to be able to take. So yeah, next game, Texans at the Broncos. And the Broncos ended up winning this game 16 to 9, a very ugly win by the Broncos, but a win nevertheless, which is a win that they really needed, especially 
after losing to Seattle in that way on Monday night the week before. I thought that this game was going to be... I thought Denver was going to blow out uh, Houston in this one. Especially, like I said, coming off of a loss. You know, now they're at home now. Figure, you know, they got kind of those week one new coaching jitters aside. I thought maybe they would play a lot better and kind of win pretty convincingly here. But nope. It looked like they were actually losing going into the fourth quarter. But they ended up scoring 10 unanswered to win the game. Yeah, pretty ugly game. Russell Wilson didn't really have a great game. He was 14 for 31 with 219 yards, touchdown, and an a interception. I don't know what's going on with Russ. Maybe it's just he's getting used to the new system. Or maybe this is what he is at this point. Not really sure. Maybe maybe age and all those hits that he took when he was in Seattle. Maybe that's all catching up with him. Maybe he's not an, not an elite quarterback anymore. I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not bailing on that. De- I had Denver winning this division. It's not looking good right now. But I'm not going to bail on them. I still think this is a good team on paper. They just need to kind of get it together. I hope they can, you know, despite Nathaniel Hackett. He kind of seems like he has no clue what he's doing. They're going to probably have to win in spite of their coach. But we'll see. Next game was the Cardinals at the Raiders. Cardinals ended up winning 29 to 23 in overtime. This was this game was a thriller. Looked like looked like the Raiders were going to win this game for a while, but they just kind of stalled out on offense and let Arizona come right back. Kyler Murray made a lot of plays when it mattered and uh yeah, they ended up Cardinals ended up pulling out the win. No, if we get if we get this version of Kyler Murray every Sunday, I think Arizona can be a really good team. I have I had them making the playoffs. They didn't really look good week one, but you no, know, all it takes is one one win that can really kind of light a fire under a team. So you know, maybe this is that kind of fire that push that they needed. Who knows? I think they're you know, I I trust them that they're they're gonna bounce. You know, they're gonna keep this up and start to play better again because they really didn't even play that well this game, and they still ended up taking the win. Because I, I had Ra- I had the Raiders winning this game. You know, albeit in a close one, so it could have went either way. But I had the Raiders winning this one, but you know, the Cardinals they made, uh, particularly Kyler Murray made. In the plays when it mattered most, and they escaped Vegas with a win there. So props to them. So moving on to the Sunday night game, Bears at the Packers. Packers ended up winning this game twenty-seven to ten, and this game pretty much went exactly how I thought it was going. It was going to. I thought, 
um, you know, the Bears were going to kind of hang in there for a little bit, and then Green Bay was just going to, you know, pull away eventually and, and end up winning convincingly. So, and that's exactly what happened. The Rodgers had a decent game, 234 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones went off. It's good to see them start to establish a running game. Because I think that's how Green Bay is going to have to win a lot of their games is is through like uh, kind of playing ball control with their running game and their defense. Because their, their receiving core isn't exactly good right now. They have a lot of rookies at what wide receiver, and they, so I think they're going to have to rely on their running game and defense to carry them to some wins. Moving on to the Monday night games, the Titans at the Bills, and the Bills destroyed the Titans, forty-one to seven. I picked Buffalo to win this game, but I thought it would be a lot closer. Definitely didn't think it would be a blowout like this, but uh, this is what Buffalo does. This is how they, this is how they win games. They just kind of pounce on you and they just knock you right out. You know, and I, um, I mean, they even you know Ryan Tannehill got benched eventually, which was. You know, I wouldn't say it was expected, but the way he's been playing, especially towards the end of last season and then so far this season, it was probably the right move. Get Malik Willis, you know, some snaps and see what he can do. Be interesting to see how that quarterback situation plays out in Tennessee if whether or not they're gonna if they're gonna go back to Tannehill if they're gonna go with Malik. But yeah, Buffalo looks really, really good right now. Kind of feeling pretty confident and you know, I have them going to the Super Bowl. I'm feeling pretty confident about that pick for the AFC at least. And so moving on to the last game, Vikings at the Eagles I watched some of this game, and uh, the Eagles looked really good. They, I had Minnesota winning this game in a close one, but I, I, you know, when I talked about it last week, I had mentioned this could go either way. I thought this game was going to be closer, and I didn't think the Eagles would blow out the Vikings, but they did. And they, you know, they looked pretty good on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. They kind of. Scored quick on the Vikings. They really didn't allow Kirk Cousins to get comfortable. And yeah, they they Eagles played really well. Props to them. I have the Eagles. I had the Eagles come in the season winning the NFC East, and that that pick is looking pretty good so far. And I see some people getting. You know, really, really hype about the Eagles, thinking that you know they can. They're oh, they're gonna win the NFC. I wouldn't go that far yet. Still need to see a little bit more out of them. But it looks they look promising. I don't know if they're 
I mean, they're playing like one of the best teams in the NFC right now, but I don't know if they actually are. I think there's some teams that are better. I would say Tampa, once they're fully healthy, Rams, once they're fully healthy and playing well, I think those two teams are better. But the Eagles are definitely one of the one of the top teams in the NFC right now, and I think they're going to continue to do some good things. So yeah, that was pretty much it for uh, week two recap. So moving on, talk about my picks for uh, week three. Starting out with tonight's game, the Thursday night game, Steelers at the Browns. I'm going to go with the Browns in a close game. This game was a bit hard to pick. I think it can go either way, but... I'm going to go with the Browns. You know, they're at home. Um, usually that favors. Usually a short week, Thursday night games, they usually favor the home team because, you know, the other team has to travel and everything on a short week. It's it's kind of rough. And uh, I think the Browns, they, they have some more things going for them than the Steelers right now. I know uh, one thing that kind of worries me is Jadavian Clowney is out for Cleveland, so that's going to kind of hurt their defense a little bit. I think if Jadavian Clowney was playing, I would feel more confident about this pick because I think that the Steelers' offensive line isn't great. And especially with Clowney, they're going to be able to get to Trubisky rather easily. So um, I still think even without Clowney, they should be able to get some decent pressure on him, maybe force him into some mistakes. So I think Cleveland's going to win this game like like they've had to win all along the season so far. They're going to have to really, really win through their running game and defense until they get to Sean Watson. And even then, who knows what's going to happen with that. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns in a close one. So moving on to the Sunday games at 1 o'clock. First up, we have the Ravens at the Patriots. I'm going to go uh, Ravens here in a close one. Um, I think the Ravens are gonna they're gonna bounce back after that kind of embarrassing loss. You know, let Miami come back like that against them last week. They're gonna they're gonna come back. They're gonna play. They're gonna play pretty well at New England. They're gonna they just have more things, a lot more things going for them than the Patriots right now, especially on offense. You know, Lamar, the Patriots especially in recent seasons, have really struggled to contain mobile quarterbacks, and Lamar is exactly that. So I think Lamar is going to have a big game here, and he's going to kind of carry them to a, a win here. Next game, Texans at the Bears. Going to go, this was a little bit of a tough one, but I'm going to go with the Bears in a close one. This game could probably go either way, but I'm just going to pick Bears, you know, their home think that you know Justin Fields is probably a little bit playing a little bit better right now than Davis Mills even though it doesn't really say a lot <laughs> but yeah and and I think you know the Bears have a decent running game their own line's not very good but they have some probably overall better players than Houston so I would lean I'm gonna go with the Bears in a close one next game Raiders at the Titans gonna go Raiders in a close one um 
I keep picking the Raiders to win. To win. Well, I didn't pick them week one, but I picked them last week to beat Arizona, and they really kind of let me down. But I, I think this is the easiest game, um, easiest opponent they they're gonna have to play at least so far. So um, they should beat Tennessee on paper. The Raiders are a better team, better quarterback, more weapons. You know, I think they're gonna. Especially because they're going to be playing with some extra motivation here. You know, they're 0-2. They had some pretty high hopes coming into the season. So I think, especially because, you know, who knows what's going on with the QB situation for Tennessee. And, you know, if they do go with Tannehill, it's like how confident is Tannehill really going to be, especially after getting benched last week. And if they go with Malik Willis, it's like, well, he's a rookie. You know, who... Realistically, how well is he going to play? So we'll see, but uh, I'm going to go Raiders in a close one. Next game, Chiefs at the Colts. I'm going to go Kansas City, um, but I think this game is going to be close. I definitely think KC is obviously the better team, so I'm going to go with I'm going to lean towards them, but then again, Colts are at home. They're, was it, 0-1-1. One one. You know, they, they really, really need this win, so they're they're going to be playing with some kind of more fire. Um, but I, I, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just unbelievable in September, and so I think he's going to have a really strong game against the Colts. So, yeah, I'm going to go with KC there. Next game, Bills at the Dolphins. Going to go with Bills in a close game. I do not think they're going to blow out the Dolphins. Um, but I think that they are going to beat them. Especially because, you know, Miami, they're coming off a you know, big emotional win at Baltimore. You know, where they had to come back from 21 down. And you know, I think they're going to be feeling kind of a little, little bit too good about themselves, and they're going to maybe be a little bit overconfident coming in this game, even though they shouldn't be. They're playing Buffalo, who's just been destroyed their first two opponents. But we'll see. I'm going to go. I think Buffalo's the better overall team. They have a better defense than Miami. Better quarterback. Josh Allen's better than Tua. You know, I think Buffalo's the better overall team, and that's what, you know, they've had Miami's number as well these past couple of years. So, going to go with Bills in a close one. Next game, Lions at the Vikings. Going to go with Vikings in a close game. Like I said, I think the Lions are an underrated team, and I think if Minnesota, Minnesota better watch out here. Because uh, I think if they get a little bit too kind of, overconfident they could lose this game but I um I think Minnesota is going to bounce back after that loss to the Eagles and they're going to they're going to play what well. you know Kirk Cousins going to he's going to bounce back and play well and Vikings are going to win this game at home next game Bengals at the Jets I'm uh, going to go Bengals in a close game I keep betting Cincinnati to win games and I mean eventually I got to be right <laughs> 
I think I just have a lot of confidence in, in Joe Burrow. I think Cincinnati's going to eventually right the ship. And I think this is going to be the week they're going to they're going to be I this game will it'll be close, but Cincinnati I think is going to finally get their first win of the season. Just got to hope that offensive line is able to give Burrow enough time. But we'll see. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Next game, Eagles at the Commanders. And I'm actually going to take the Commanders in an upset here. It's going to be a close game, but I think that the Commanders have actually played pretty well this season. You know, Wentz has actually had, surprisingly, a pretty good year so far. And this is going to be kind of a revenge game for him. You know, the Eagles kind of, I wouldn't say did him dirty, but he probably feels that way and he's going to want to kind of really take it to his old team. And, uh, you know, the commanders at ho- are at home, so, you know, Eagles have to travel there on a short week, so that always helps the home team. And, yeah, I think that, you know, the Eagles also, they might be feeling kind of a little bit too good about themselves, you know, after blowing out Minnesota. So we'll we'll see, but I, I'm going to take the commanders in an upset here. But the game will be close. Could probably go either way. Next game, Saints at the Panthers. Going to go with Saints in a close game here. This is kind of a bad matchup for Carolina. Um, their offensive line's pretty bad, and the Saints have a good pass rush. Um, and also, the Saints have a good run defense. So even if Carolina tries to rely on McCaffrey, which is what they should do, but the Saints have a good run defense, so I think they're going to kind of key in on McCaffrey and limit him as much as possible and that's kind of how you beat this Panthers team because Baker's especially with this O-line and the surrounding cast he's not really going to be able to carry a team to a victory with his arm so I think that the Saints probably know that and they're going to kind of key in on the running game and everything and like I said it's just a bad matchup for Carolina so I'm going to go with Saints in a close one. Next game, uh, well, moving on to the 4 o'clock games, have the Jaguars at the Chargers. I'm going to go at uh, Chargers to win this game pretty comfortably. I don't know if it'll be a blowout, but I could see the Chargers win this game by like 10 to 14 points. It'll be interesting to see, though, how Justin Herbert's doing in terms of his injury. I know they're kind of, it seems like they're kind of downplaying it right now, but let's be honest, every player kind of downplays their injury, so we'll see. I mean, if Justin Herbert is fine, which I think he is, um, Chargers are going to win this game pretty comfortably, even though I said the Jags are underrated, but you know they have Jar- Jar- eh, Jacksonville has to travel across country, you know, Playing a really, really good defense, good offense. So we'll see. But I think the Chargers are a much better team. They should be able to win this game pretty comfortably. Next game, Rams at the Cardinals. Going to go Rams in a close one. Think that this game could probably go either way, especially with how kind of poor the Rams are playing right now. Uh, I think the Cardinals, though, they're kind of... Again, they're coming off kind of like the Eagles. Um, not not the Eagles, kind of like the Dolphins. They're coming off, you know, a big comeback, emotional win. They're going to be feeling 
little bit too good about themselves, and I think that's going to come back. You know, they're going to be kind of a little bit overconfident in this game. It's going to come back to bite them. Um, yeah, and I could, I could see the Rams kind of winning, winning this game. Uh, it'll be close. Like I said, it could probably go either way. You know, these these in-division rivalry games, they, they're always close. They're always, you know, they're always pretty tight. But I think the Rams are just also the better overall team with a better coach. So typically, you know, I'm going to go with the Rams here. Next game, Falcons at the Seahawks. Going to go Falcons in a close game. I know that I think the line on this one is even, which is interesting because the Seahawks are home. So like typically the home team gets, what, like three points? So I guess, I guess like, the you know, a lot of betters are kind of, you know, leading the Falcons here as the better team. And the Falcons are interesting because... They've pretty much been in every game so far this season. They gave they obviously they just played the Rams and they gave the Rams a really good game. And they gave the Saints a really good game week 1. So the Falcons could realistically be 2 and 0 right now. You know, they lost two really close games that could have went either way. So for as bad as everyone thought the Falcons were going to be, they they played pretty well this season, and think they're gonna they're gonna finally get that win here against a mediocre Seattle team. Next game, Packers at the Bucks. Going to go with Bucks in a close one. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game. It's going to be a good one. Um, I would feel more confident about this pick if the Bucks had Mike Evans. But I still think they're going to be able to pull out the win. It's kind of a bad matchup for Green Bay in a sense that kind of like, like I had mentioned earlier, the way Green Bay is going to have to win is due to their defense and running game. And, but the Bucks have a pretty really good run defense, and I think they're going to kind of key in on the Packers running game, they're going to try. They're going to stop Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. And the Packers' offensive line isn't great right now, so I think that even even if Rodgers throws a good amount, the Bucks are going to get some pressure on him, and they might force him into a mistake or two. Um, the only the only realistic way I could see the Green Bay winning this game is if it's due to their defense because. The Bucks' offense is pretty beat up right now. You know, their receivers are injured. Mike Evans is suspended, so he's not playing. Bucks' offensive line's a little bit of a mess. So if they can kind of generate some takeaways, maybe get some pressure on Brady, maybe force him into some mistakes, I could see them, you know, winning this game. But based on how it is on paper right now, I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean Tampa Bay on this. Oh, moving on to the Sunday night game, 49ers at the Broncos. Going to go 49ers here uh, to win pretty comfortably. Denver has not looked good so far this season. And I still think, you know, they're going to need a few more weeks to kind of figure things out, kind of gel together. And just not to mention, um, the 49ers are still a really good team. 
You know, they have a lot of playmakers on offense and defense. Um, with Jimmy G now at quarterback, you know, the ceiling is, is a bit low with Jimmy G, but he's experienced. He's been in this league for a while now. He's led this team for multiple years now. So he knows what he's doing. He knows how to run this offense, and I think he's going to run it well in this game, and they're going to they're gonna win pretty comfortably in this one, even though it's in Denver. But that shouldn't matter too much. So moving on to the Monday night game, Cowboys at the Giants. Going to go with... This This game was a bit hard to pick, but I'm going to go with the Cowboys in a close game. I think the Giants' 2-0 start has been a little bit, a little bit of a mirage. They're not really that good of a team, and I think that even with... Even with a backup quarterback, I still think Dallas might be the better team. Um, the Dal- you know, Dallas is a better defense. And remember, Dallas still has some playmakers on offense, even though Dal- Dalton Schultz, their tight end, is probably going to miss this one. Um, but they still have C.D. Lamb. They have Tony Pollard. They have Ezekiel Elliott. So they still got you know they still got some playmakers on offense. So did the Giants, but I think the difference is is that Dallas has a better defense that can kind of that I could see forcing Daniel Jones into some big mistakes. And yeah, I can kind of see how this I could see this game kind of going that way as Dallas is going to primarily win this game through their defense and um the running game. So, yeah, going to go Cowboys in a close one here. So, yeah, that wraps up my discussion on NFL Week 2 and Week 3 predictions. I hope you all enjoyed listening. And thank you, as always, for listening. And have a nice day. Enjoy the games.